to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and joining me this evening, uh, I've got a fellow uh, bearded man um, <laughs> and uh, mo uh, musician. Uh, he's played in a lot of uh, Milwaukee bands, indie bands, uh, uh, for a while now. Um, he's played with Ladders, The Hatchets, La Resorts. Um, currently, he's playing with uh, Mark Waldock and Hallelujah Ward, and he also makes music in his own project, uh, Captain Beatty. Um, I hope I said that right. Um, but uh, I'm excited. He was a co-worker of mine um, at Company Brewing in the past, and uh, I'm excited for us to actually get to, you know, uh, sit and talk music and why he does what he does, so. James Sawyer, welcome to the show. For sure. Uh, James Sauer. I know people do that. People people do that. I was talking to, so they do the Sawyer Sauer thing. Uh, do you know Brett Newski? Yes, of course. Okay, Brett currently, every time he talks to me, he's like, Sawyer. It's Sawyer. Because he's just like, now he's like, he knows it's Sauer. <clears throat> But he's, he's like locked into Sawyer because yeah. he, he thinks he's gone too far. <laughs> and so well, I, 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 I can't do anything about it, I guess now. It's just, it's there. It happens. If, so if you do it, it's fine. You know, I'm man. not going to, I'm not going to stress about it. Man, I will keep that in there, the mispronunciation. <laughs> I'm going to keep that in there for the only reason that I've known you for so long now. And I'm, and I'm just learning this now. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fine. And everyone else, should, I mean, I wouldn't mind everyone else knowing that too, you know, just yeah. if you call me Sawyer, I guess it could be Sawyer now, but it's sour. It's, it's definitely sour. <laughs> sour. Well, sour. James, sour. Yes. Um, okay. James, how the heck are you? Uh, you know, COVID, everyone's dealing with this stuff. Uh, <clears throat> stress levels from like normal to like COVID, just everything's weird and yeah, you just gotta you gotta kind of find your own space and figure out what to do or what not to do. You know, so that's that's where I'm at. I think I think I've kind of landed in a little bit of a routine. Um, you know, I've have a couple of newer relationships. I'm dating someone now, so it's it's that's been kind of you know helped a bit with uh, um, all this all the stuff too. You know, all, dealing with all this. Definitely, yeah, I. Went through a um, a quarantine relationship. Um, we're not dating anymore, but um, but it, it is very interesting to uh, kind of um, begin that to, to to start a relationship right now is has been a really like a interesting experience where you can't exactly you know maximize what you would normally do in a relationship in terms mm -hmm. of like dating and uh you know making plans with each other like things are you kind of have to just work with like the present moment like oh mm -hmm. do we feel like going on a walk today let's do that or oh we could maybe get uh carry out uh because that's <laughs> the thing now um instead of dining in so it is interesting I feel like one of the trickier parts of it, it has for me has been um, for, and for like, you know, stuff that I've been dealing with is like essentially, uh, you know, 
having my social, you know, when you have a relationship, you often have, you know, a social life that defines you, you know, and that also helps, like, it helps your partner get to know you as well by getting to know all of your people. And it's just so much harder to get your people together in <clears throat> confined spaces and, you know, develop that way. So, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, what have you, what have you done today so far? Today, oh, I did a lot today, actually. I went and got a COVID test, nice. which uh, all of you should be doing. Uh, yeah. I did that specifically so that I can go do a rehearsal later tonight. Um, I got the, you know, a quick one, one of the quick ones from Walgreens, so I could know today um, if I was, make sure I'm negative, make sure that's good, uh, so I don't get anyone else infected. Um, you know, staying pretty safe. Um, I got my car inspection done, you know, a lot of stuff actually, really, it's, that's, a, you, you know, working, I tend to work later hours, so I tend to, you know, not, not get that much done during the day. I coffee and, you know, ate something, you know, usual stuff. Good. Good stuff. It sounds like a, it's a lot, actually, it feels like a lot to me. But. Oh, that's awesome, man. Uh, wholesome Tuesday, it sounds like. Wholesome Tuesday, yeah. Oh, I, uh, I got tested yesterday at um, the new drive up by uh, Miller Park. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was a pretty uh, wicked line. Um, it wasn't pulling me away from doing anything else yesterday. So, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Well, uh, I'm glad you're getting tested, staying on top of that. Um, still getting to be able to jam with uh, the guys. Um, that's always exciting. So, like, we are preparing a set for uh, Flannel Fest coming oh. up soon. So it's uh, November 7th. Uh, we're going to be, we've got, uh, I think we've got a couple new things, a couple new tunes coming through that we haven't played for folks before. Um, and everything's coming together pretty well. Uh, it's sounding really good so far. Mark and I have been working on some stuff for a bit and we just brought the drummer back in and that just really kind of ups, ups the ante sort of in the, in the whole with the whole band thing and uh changes the whole sound of things when you when you throw an extra person in there oh, so awesome. it's just really it, it almost immediately came together as like all right well we, we're, we're gonna be ready for this you know it's gonna be this is gonna be awesome you know it's gonna be a great show so it, it's gonna be great to play a show i think i have not played a show since i think february um you know pre-covid i haven't I'm trying to think of when i've done anything yeah, I think this is it. I did. I think I did one off with Mark uh, for a Black Lives Matter benefit of some sort. Remember, um, and that was that's the only other time I've like played music with somebody else, sort of, sort of publicly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Cool. Hell yeah, man! That's that is exciting. Final uh, Fest is something I. Didn't get to do last year and was hoping to do it this year, but obviously now it's like, you know, is, is it, um, so is it like still like, like, is it just like a socially distanced outdoor event right now? Totally virtual. Totally uh, virtual. Totally virtual festival. Yeah. Just going to wear my flannel uh, right here. In, in yep. You wear your flannel at your house. <laughs> you turn the AC off. I mean, you turn the, the heater off. No heat, no heat allowed. 
yeah. flannel hats. I mean, that's a joke. Obviously, we don't want it. Everyone should stay safe. Uh, but yeah, wear your flannels. Uh, where everything could be flannel. Uh, you know, uh, down to your underbits could be flannel as well. That's... I fully encourage that. Duly noted, my friend. Duly noted. <laughs> so, James, what we talked about in Mr. Nice Guy, we talked love and fear, passion and creativity. And uh, <clears throat> so um, we met, as mentioned earlier, um, we were co-workers at Company Brewing. You would serve me yeah. the old shift drink uh, when I'd uh, be soaking wet from doing the dishes, um, usually around 11 p.m. Um, and um, that was like, it was those late nights where it was like quiet at the bar when like we really kind of like got to know each other and we would talk about, um, you know, the Milwaukee music scene and the projects that you uh, were involved in. And um, you had just been starting your new solo project, which I'm excited to really hear more about. But um, James, we'll have to start as we always do. Um, uh, to tell me a little bit about when music first, uh, presented itself in your life as a creative outlet. As a creative outlet. Um, I've got like two general times when I could, I feel like I should, I should talk about, first of all, I started playing music. I don't really feel like it's create, maybe, maybe not creatively, but as a kid, like I was six when I started taking piano lessons. Um, I would say then. 18 <laughs> when I actually started caring about music I think yeah maybe a little bit earlier than that uh just guitar kind of kind of took over my life from like playing guitar all the time and practicing a lot and wanting to study with people and like becoming a artist and I feel like I didn't really become an artist till I was I don't know maybe 28 29 something like that when I started like actually writing my own songs uh, on a regular basis and like really flushing stuff out and like completing things and that was really the point where i started actually i feel creating my own music so i guess it's not that long ago you know yeah damn yeah. you're a late bloomer yeah i mean i feel like kind of a late bloomer but at the same time like i put a lot of work in before so i feel <laughs> like i've got to that also affects my perspective and like stuff i do i think uh, yeah well yeah i mean like you know you played in a lot of projects so that's being involved in that process like yeah you um you know tech like you might be building off of other people's ideas but you're still doing you know you're still kind of doing something that's like unique to the way you would do it um sure. yeah so what was your first band my first band, oh, um, I was in a cover band in high school called Mike Gock and the Bruce City All Stars. Nice. <laughs> that sounds Mike, like Mike, a cover. <clears throat> Mike, uh, Mike was the drummer, and uh, he's a really good drummer, actually. He actually still plays a lot. He, does, he plays jazz uh, with a guy named John Wade a lot, and they used to have a regular at. Um, like the Fister Hotel Lounge, and they've got some stuff. There's some stuff. They do stuff in Chicago, and Madison as well. So they're kind of they're like real, real serious. He's like a serious jazz guy, I guess now. So. <laughs> uh, 
that's funny. Um, well, good for him. Um, so, um, that was your first band. What about your first like local band, if you will? Like, oh, like original band? Yeah, 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 original band. Um, let me think. When I really, uh, I feel like honestly, Ladders might have been my first original band, which seems like a long way to go, but like. I spent a lot of time trying to play jazz as well. So that kind of, you know, pulled me out of the the indie scene and like the the, the original music scene and like kind of took me away from that because I, you know, different goals and different ideas at different times and always enjoyed uh, songwriting music and um, just, stuff that i would consider like classic like you know like 60s Beatles, you know beatles british invasion stuff to beach boys and like a lot of different um like prime period of you know american songwriting and you know where where is you know where the songwriter was a big deal yes the singer songwriter was a big deal like that's stuff that always kind of spoke to me as i was uh growing up and I just had eventually realized that that's stuff that I was, that's how I wanted to express myself creative, creatively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of ladders, um, shout out to Miles Coin. He was here Miles. last night. <laughs> um, we got really drunk and talked about Twin Peaks and, uh, and uh, he went off about um, David Lynch's Dune <laughs> and how it's like, he actually likes it as a movie. Um, yeah. He will defend that uh, until he's blue in the face. Um, yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of fun last night. Those guys are, I, I like how, you know, eccentric but colorful like him and like Sean and the Yum Yum Cult guys are. Uh, I love those guys. For- oh, yeah, for sure. I've known them for like years. All, pretty much all those guys. I don't know Sean very well, but um, yeah, the rest, yeah, I've, I've known since like Ugly Brothers days, and uh, yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> yeah, they're really good, really good band. I played a couple of shows with them too. It's, they're fun. Yeah, and Ladders that was Daniel Mitchell's band, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was Dan Mitchell, uh, Dan Oberbrunner me and miles um uh dan mitchell was like kind of i mean i always sort of saw him as like the primary songwriter he wrote the most songs um but the other dan and i um would contribute songs as well um so that kind of that gave us like a lot of material that we could play through so i think at one point we were playing we could play like a, a, you know a two-hour set you know two and a half hours and we did a few kind of like gigs like that that worked out in very, you know, to varying degrees of success. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Dan was a, Mitchell was a great, uh, he, is, he is a great songwriter. And I actually have like, he's, uh, we've, we've done a little bit of collaboration recently too. He's been sending me some tracks and I've been essentially just like adding parts to them, uh, whether it's like, percussion and bass and whatnot 
guitar lead stuff too and and then dan's also the other the other dan's been contributing a bit miles is the one that we're, we've been having trouble you know getting getting on board with like the the postal the postal work of the whole thing you know the, the email work of things but one of these days we'll get him on we'll get him into in and on something <laughs> miles respond to your damn email um yeah miles get back on slack come on what are you yeah, doing dude right why are we all it's a business it's a it's an llc we gotta get back on, yeah get back on the site yeah yeah uh, most definitely um how'd you get involved with uh the hatchets hatchets um sort of the same period that i was hanging out with the ladders guys um we played a couple shows at the Hatchets, I think. And um, I also knew Justin through Linneman's uh, open mic, hmm. open stage open mic, um, which for us always kind of a, like a meeting ground. It was a thing that we would do on a regular basis, kind of socially. And uh, he was involved in that. And he uh, like approached me, I think about, uh, playing guitar or slide guitar or something like that and then it just kind of uh it, it evolved from there and we've been playing together for a while it's uh pretty productive we've gone through a couple lineup changes um as a group with varying levels of success uh and it's been but it's been it's been a fun trip with that too because it's we've played some cool shows and uh ladders and the hatchets took a a short tour to the east coast where we played a lot of so far sound shows which was a lot of fun um and uh yeah we've just we've had some some cool shows yeah it's been fun this is like so random but um I actually just got off the phone with Justin earlier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, he wanted to talk about some MASH stuff, um, the union unionizing mm. stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, no, Justin's a great dude and very talented songwriter. I, I loved your guys' record that dropped uh, last year. The, the yeah, that was, that was, yeah, we put a ton of work into that and that was, really turned out well. And uh, just, one of those things that like you don't know what to you know you don't know what to expect from that kind of stuff when you go into it and you just keep putting all this work into it and suddenly it comes out and you're like whoa <laughs> yeah. there is there's a there's so much going on there and just the, the concept of the whole thing is pretty fantastic yeah yeah there's a lot of really great songs on that record for sure um yeah you guys uh so i know you said that um you haven't been uh, working with anyone since besides Mark. Um, have you been keeping in touch with the Hatches guys? Like, did you guys leave off on anything before uh, COVID? Well, I know. I'm actually Justin's my roommate. <laughs> oh, tell him I said what up. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, we've done. A, we've like kind of collaborated a little bit. Like, uh, he's working on some tracks, I think. Uh, so there will be some new Hatchet stuff coming out um, somewhere in the midst of COVID. <laughs> Yeah. I think that's going to be everything is, I don't know that there's necessarily a time frame for, or there needs to be a time frame for any of this stuff because it's, um, 
there's there's enough room for everyone to get a their licks in everyone to get their you know their uh to get their stuff out there and you know, have, have space for everyone to hear it yeah and so i mean there's there's stuff in the pipeline all over the place i think <laughs> cool awesome well it's yeah. exciting to hear um yeah uh so that leads us to next is la resorts um sure yeah so yeah martha has has been on the show before um and uh you know step has been here as well um interviewed a couple of the members but tell me a little bit about uh how you got involved in that project uh, well, i guess it was i think it was it was kind of a little bit of a lull for me in in like band in, in the bands i was playing and like how, how, how much i was doing after ladders and i think i did i think i almost i think i played more hip-hop shows in between that and what resorts and i think somewhere in the midst of all that somebody recommended me to martha as a bass player and bass was like not my first instrument and but something that i was like through a couple of jams that i was involved in started playing a lot more bass and was putting a lot of time into it and uh played a couple of a few cover shows uh a company with you know covering sabbath and uh led zeppelin i played bass in those and i really started playing bass a lot and so i got kind of like a nod from them of hey you've got something going on there and i think i might have been the first person they added to the group uh, after Martha and Vinny had like worked through the first album or so of uh, resort songs and they wanted to start kind of putting a live band together and uh, I was brought on and still function as basically just a I'm a I'm a player in that band you know, I just I learned the bass lines I do <laughs> I do sort of a I do a cool thing I it's fun to play with those guys. There's really great songs. Yeah. And so that's just, uh, I feel creatively involved in it, even though I'm not necessarily on recordings and whatnot. Yeah. So it's just, it's a, it's a great space to be in that, with that group. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love the, uh, just like the idyllic, like psych pop sound that La Resorts produces. And um, I know we, we talked a little bit at um, that Riverwest RV show this summer. And mm -hmm. it, you said, yeah, like you hadn't been on the, the most recent record, but it's a fantastic record. And it's it's just fantastic. For, right, exactly, yeah. It's just fantastic for like, you know, uh, you know, summertime in, in, in the green grass, you know, um, so. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed a bunch of songs off that one as well. Oh sure, yeah. Uh, Vinny uh, does so much of the of the work on those on those rec on those records, um, but at the same time, he's capable. <laughs> he's so highly capable of uh, um, producing his own vision uh in, in the weight of songs and he's, and he's got so much experience from from doing uh the work you know being being um writing all the jail songs and you know touring with that group 
um, and it just has a great mind for music. I think great sensibilities of how to fit things together and how to make things develop within the, within the form of a song. Um, oftentimes, the really magical parts of what he does aren't necessarily in the um, in the obvious parts of the song. They aren't like I mean, there often are like amazing chord changes and amazing like harmonic movements and melodic parts. It's just sometimes like those sections and like the chorus or reverse of a song will go on this sort of like <clears throat> highly logical tangent <clears throat> um, that just kind of pulls you out of the song. And I think that's a really like like fifth dimension, very like um living part of a song if it can be organic that way and like grow from one part into the next and not always be like a rigid formatted thing yeah yeah that would make sense yeah sure yeah shout out to vinny just shout out yeah. To vinny. yeah shout out to vinny yeah right shout out to vinny for sure yeah he's uh he does interesting things. Yeah, I can. I could lead you to like, what's the song? Um, uh, trees. Like, if you had listened to Trees at some point off the new album, uh, there's there is a section in there where, I think after the second verse or after the second chorus, uh, it just kind of goes somewhere and it's like, whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, Trees. Um, my two favorite song I remember on the new record is uh lunch really liked lunch yeah. and uh um great awesome and kind was another one that stuck out to me too um yeah um are are, are they working on new stuff as well all the time i'm sure but there's there is i'm pretty sure at least another whole album that's probably pretty much done i don't know it's just my assumption of based on his previous work efforts and um, abilities uh and how much you know how much time he puts on those things where it's just it's 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 kind of incredible his, his uh to put stuff together i think um i mean i know he did a we did a he did four christmas songs last year and four the year before that i have no idea if there's something coming up this year but I'm gonna, I would assume so. I don't know. Maybe it's a challenge at this point of like, can you keep up that kind of, uh, that kind of work, that kind of workload? Yeah. yeah. Can you write four more songs? Yeah. I, for Christmas, for the holidays. Well, uh, there, there's enough Christmas songs for that, definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, well, James, uh, I guess this leads us to uh, your solo project. Um, oh, uh, sure, yeah. Which you, yeah, you at first uh, mentioned um, it was like a late night at the bar and we were like the only ones there at that point. And you were t talking about like, yeah, I'm like doing my first set at Bremen, I think you said. Um, Bremen is Circle A, one of those probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So tell me a little bit about, for one, so it's Captain Beatty. Um, uh -huh. where, did, where did that name come from? 
Uh, that comes from uh, Fahrenheit 451, which is Ray Bradbury. Uh, it's like a post-apocalyptic, uh, post-apocalyptic. It's like it's like a New World Order sort of um, futurist book. That's the one that's like famously tagged as like uh, we they don't the the fight where the firemen don't put out fires they start fires and that's where they burn the books and uh culture is uh you know there was a huge culture shift and away from knowledge and connectedness to sort of social drama which i mean maybe has some unique and applicable parallel uh, parallels to our current culture and maybe a way that we could develop um but I guess uh, Captain Beatty is the villain in that, and he's the one who, um, who who has gone down the rabbit hole, sort of. Oh, sure. Um, he's read all of all the things that all the great works of society, and is in a position to just say, well. That stuff's not that great, <laughs> uh, but all this new modern stuff—it's—it's it's a way that people can live easily. And you, uh, Guy Montag, who is the protagonist, um, you don't have to abandon society for the sake of uh, this old but new to you information that's not necessarily going to make your life better hmm. i guess that's the most positive way i can spin the captain Beatty character and i feel like that's that might have something to do with a little bit um with the way that i write songs and sort of the material and maybe i mean yeah and sort of the way i write songs and like like the kind of like the meaning that I kind of search for in songs is finding like a middle ground between the old and the new and, you know, revisiting the, the, you know, the general classic concepts for songs and stories and like trying to see them in, a, in like a modern way, yeah. you know, not trying, trying to avoid using, um, you know, if I'm writing a love song, trying to avoid using classic, uh, she, him, you know, pronouns and moving things more towards they, them, or, um, you know, or else making it specific characterizations and then making those characterizations not necessarily fit into the norms. Yeah, totally. That's, that's cool. So it's almost like a, a neoclassic re- revisioning of like how stories are told and uh, you know who how they depict the characters um, how they depict you know how the characters relate to one another um, you know I, I think that's a really great uh, approach uh, a really a, a, especially you know just kind of as we've moved into like you know postmodern schools of thought it's like the way things are versus the way things like could be um mm -hmm. that being said tell me about uh 
like um, what you kind of envisioned for this project and like sound wise, like what are you kind of doing uh, in, in this project? Uh, sound wise, I've spent a lot of time in the last year really getting into synthesizers. <laughs> oh, yes. Yep. Uh, so I'm not going to say that it's like electronica or electronic because it's definitely not. It's still well within the realm of um, uh, you know, rock and roll and uh, um, and, um, and and just sort of you know musically it's still a bit I don't know maybe it's maybe it's even a bit uh, I guess uh, I've just been doing a lot of stuff I still I, you know there's still guitars there's still like a bass there's drums there's drums that sound almost you know there's nothing that's too uh, you know mechanical sounding even though I'm not really using a real drummer um well are there still like pop structures in the songs definitely yeah uh, things are still definitely tied to you know verse chorus verse and then instrumental sections um i feel like that's sort of stuff that i'm not the one to make that change <laughs> So I'm not the one who's going to like say, no, 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 this is just going to be, it's going to be all over the place. It's going to be, you know, I'm not, I'm still going to like leave you, uh, if you just want to have a nice chorus and a song, a hook, if you will, I, I'm still going to have a hook for you. Hey, um, we, love, we love hooks on Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, so, uh, that all being said, so you're working with synths more and uh, in addition to the mm -hmm. more uh, conventional instruments. Um, so I know when you were, we were talking about it, you were like, um, you said you were working on like a batch of songs. Um, yeah, what are you working on right now? Currently it is, um, I don't know, I, I, there, was, there was a point at the beginning of COVID where I didn't have anything going. And then I, I currently have, I think, a solid eight songs that have like, that are well flushed out. Um, four of them are pretty much ready to rock. They just need some extra overdubs and hmm. uh, they're pretty much good to go. Um, and it's sort of a matter of uh, like just a little bit more polish now, I think is is due and that's uh that's the thing and then, and then you know the standard steps mix and master and all that and then i should be putting something out it's always always it's always the the, the details of like oh i don't know if i can put this. I, there was a point where <clears throat> i think three years ago i had another project and i went to Howl street and recorded four songs you know local you know local studio where he does where Shane Hopstetler does a lot of book indie stuff. And I just never, I had a cool, I had a, a good band. It was a trio and I recorded all this stuff live and it turned out really well. And I just never did anything with it. <laughs> so that's maybe more, that's like the, the, my disease is like, I get all this stuff together. I think it's great when I'm doing it. And I just like I get nitpicky and I don't, and, and it just ends up being like a thing that I'm, you know, too nervous to put out. And so then I don't, <laughs> but this time I think it'll be different. This time I think it'll be like, I mean, 
I'm taking so much creative control over it. And it's so much more of a, like a, a personal project um, that I think I'll actually get something accomplished. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Well, I look forward to hearing what you've been working on, man. Uh, um, what if, uh, what have you found yourself writing about, like, you know, lyrically, I guess. Uh, when I write stuff, it's always, it's about a, there's always like a starting line. I find a good line and then I develop something from that. Yeah. Um, and usually I can kind of like just sort of get in the flow of things and, and like just kind of get a rough draft in 10 minutes or something like that and then have something to edit off of. Um, I do it on my phone um, for the most part, just type out a song, yeah. um, which is kind of, I'm not sure if it's normal or not, or what other people do in the same situation, but I usually run off, work off of lyrics mm. and um, <clears throat> conceptually, I think I still kind of run through the tropes of love. Um, I run, I feel like I, I, I do probably a third of my songs are like somehow story involved and they might even be like modifications, very, you know, adaptations of things that actually happened to me. Yeah. Sure. Um, uh, which is uh, interesting, I think. And I, I try to, I mean, you know, there's a point where you kind of want some distance from a thing before you you put it out there. Like you, you want some emotional distance and some time distance, I think, between things to have enough perspective to actually say this is something I want to say something about. Yeah. Um, so everything is would be kind of like my life, you know, five years ago to 10 years ago, you know, and that's sort of things that I have, I feel like I have perspective on. If I remember something, I think back on something and it, it seemed like a, a big deal. Like um, something said, to, someone said to me in a relationship or um, something that happened to me while I was on a vacation or at work or doing a project of some sort or, you know, on the road or uh, whatnot, those things, those creep into those story songs. Uh, sometimes they're very, <clears throat> but then I, I don't always, I don't make it like a, a verse or a, a line by line story. It's usually more of an emotional thing. It's usually yeah. more like covering the emotions that surrounded the events. The events would be listed, you know, in a broader sequence and not filled in moment by moment, but the emotions that surround those things. I think I tend to sort of focus on those and try to connect them in some kind of sequence around things. That's sort of my, my goal and try to make a cohesive whole of the emotional statement as opposed to the action statements. Yeah, that, that would make sense. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, like I, I relate a lot to what you said about how there's a bit of a, a processing period um, that you undergo when you revisit or begin unpacking 
different emotions that might have been shelved from something that happened like a while ago and it, you don't feel ready to like really uh verbalize it until a little bit later um i, I i'd say I, i've related to that too where it's like oh well acknowledging that these feelings are here but it's still going to be a while before like i tell anyone about them because mm -hmm. kind of like you want to be it's like i don't know if it's um like you want you're working on you still have to build the confidence to say it um or to share it um so i think that's uh i think that's definitely a good point of confidence um to share it is, is a good point um and sometimes you know it's because often it's just a thing that you didn't sometimes it's, it's the thing you didn't notice it was necessarily a big deal to you and didn't it wasn't you didn't consciously notice that it was a part of um that it affected you essentially and then later on you just you realize that it's something you've been thinking about forever and that there is some there is a great amount of emotion tied to it and it could just be a single event and there's a lot of material there where you could you can draw i mean a song or you could draw multiple songs off of, the, off of an individual you know point in your existence yeah, yeah definitely um and everyone, you know, to varying degrees will take the time either acknowledging or unacknowledging um, that type of uh, that, that that type of like confrontation with your feelings. But um, but um, I, I look forward to what you've um, the stories and the emotions that you share on your songs. And uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, man. Uh, thanks for joining me today, James. This was this was nice to hear to like actually talk about what you've been doing and uh, in addition to the projects you've been involved in. So, for sure. And then um, we will have to get another beer soon. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's great talk. Great talking to you, man. Uh, you bet. I'll uh, I'll get you all links and stuff when I can when I have stuff ready to post. Oh yeah, man. Look forward to it. Um, on our way out here, uh, same two questions I ask everyone on their way out. James, what keeps you up at night? Currently, uh, it's the horror movies <laughs> that my girlfriend is making me watch. Not that I don't like watching them or I don't enjoy them, but sometimes just they get a little bit too it's, it's, it's a little bit too close to home. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I feel that last and night. Oh, go ahead. What were we going to say? Oh, I was watching, I was watching, I watched Pet Cemetery last night, the new one. And it was just like, okay. It was, it was, it wasn't that bad, but still like there was a lot to like go through. I think a lot to process there. I love horror movies, man. Last night I watched uh, Candyman. Um, which I'd never seen before, but it's pretty gruesome. Um, yeah, I, I like how there's, there's so I like how there's so many different uh, like avenues of horror. Like there's the psychological horror. There's like the more like jump scare horror. There's the supernatural horror. There's the the 
the body horror where it's just some deranged serial killer shit. I mean, there's so many uh, things that can that can fuck you up uh, for an evening or two. Um, but I don't know. I, I kind of like it, though, because it's like I like those like visceral emotions, but knowing that they're just it's all just a movie like I find comfort in that feeling and I think <laughs> that's why I like horror but um what puts you to sleep puts me to sleep uh besides whiskey that's a joke definitely a joke it's not always whiskey <laughs> no um what puts me to sleep puts puts me to sleep is like I, I think it's uh I don't know I think I think it's probably I mean I mean the broadest terms hope for the future and just sort of looking forward to you know like good things that are going to come. Yeah. And that can be hard to uh grasp these days when for sure a lot is going on but um, I'm optimistic that we will that We'll overcome, you know, all of the, the shit show that has been this year together. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, I, I spent so much time reading the news, uh, just in like between <clears throat> when I wake up in the morning and I'm actually eager to see like what kind of shit show is going to happen this afternoon. Yeah, uh, just down to like the amount of time that I have to like just check out news stuff. And I, I guess it doesn't it doesn't weigh on me too heavily. Like it doesn't, it usually doesn't get, get me too riled up. Um, but still there's, there's so much going on. And I mean, in both directions currently, I feel like um, just things to be, you know, hopeful for. And, but at the same time, a lot of stuff um, pretty disturbing lately for sure. <laughs> Well, James, uh, thanks again for being on the show. And uh, for everyone watching, I'll be posting links to uh, uh, the projects James is involved in. And uh, we look forward to uh, Captain Beatty and uh, what he's got coming up. So thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.